Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And welcome back to the show. 203-333-9422. I'm Lisa Wexler. I am so happy today because one of the things you know I get most excited about is when I hear about our young kids doing special things. And I read about how the Ponus Middle School in Norwalk, uh, how the kids there had won a science prize from among hundreds of applicants in Connecticut. And now they're apparently on their way towards a national competition. And what they decided to collaborate on and what they decided to do is going to be the subject of our conversation right now with Dorian Gonzalez, Fidi Patal, and Mr. G. Mm-hmm. So I want everybody to say hello. Can I can I hear everybody say hello in the studio? Um, hello. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, good. Uh, so let me begin with you, Dorian. Dorian Gonzalez, hello and welcome. How old are you? Um, I am 11 years old. And what grade does that put you in? Um, that puts me in sixth grade. Sixth grade. Okay. And tell me uh, a little bit about what this is. Is this a team project? Um, yes, it's a team project. Um, we are competing in a group project called the Samsung Software Tomorrow. Samsung Software Tomorrow. No, Samsung Solve for Tomorrow. Samsung Solve for Tomorrow. Yes. Okay, great. Okay, fantastic. And tell me about the competition. What is it? So the competition we're competing in is about that each school is trying to develop a street light for, uh, by Samsung for our community that is powered by not one, by three sources. Okay, and why is that important? It's important because this could be uh, greater for the environment that we will have later on in the future, so we might as well get in a head start for that. Okay, and so all the schools are trying to create the best street light? Basically, yes. Basically, yes. And Vidi Patal, hello, welcome. Hi. Hi. Are you also 11 years old? Yes. And you're also, are you in the same class with Dorian? Yeah. So tell me about this. Why did you want to be on this team? Well, I wanted to create um, a street light that was bio-friendly and helpful for the community so it would be cleaner and we wouldn't use as many fossil fuels for it. 
So we wanted to propose a concept for a street light powered by both solar energy and water runoff and by wind to help our community. That sounds like a pretty sophisticated thing to do. What is the science behind your project? What What is it that you're, you know, tell me about the science behind it. Well, like, it, we created it so it could help our community more and for for us to, like, not use that much gas or, like, fossil fuels. Well, what's the problem with the current streetlights? They use, like, they use too much electricity in a non, in, like, a non-clean way. Okay, and and they just stand there, right? Yeah. They just stand there. They don't accomplish anything except yeah. for giving light, right? Yeah. And so uh, what was your idea that you think can make things better than the current product? Our idea is that we could make it, like, more... More clean. For but how? What's the science? What will the streetlight look like? It'll look like... Like, it'll have a solar panel on top, and it it would go, like, underground to run off of the wi- off of the water, and it'll also have, like, a wind, a mini wind turbine, like, sticking out to, like, run on that. Okay. So, Dorian Gonzalez, so what I'm imagining then is the street light is, what, like a funnel? So, when it rains, the water goes through it and down in the ground? Yes. It's connected by a... A private sewer pipe, not like when it connects to the sewer. It's when the water comes down, a pipe would be underneath it, and it guides it to the streetlight, which would power it up in a 360 view. So, in other words, the water from other sources goes to where the streetlight is? Yes. Okay. And it's giving infinite power. Okay, so does it depend on rain? In other words, does it work more efficiently when it's raining than when it's not raining? Um, it's more sometimes when it's it's more efficient when it sometimes rains, but we have other plans for that. Like if it's not raining, we could use solar panels and the wind. And tell me about how the wind component helps power. So, and this is all about not using regular electricity for streetlights. This is about substitute sources of power so that the streetlight will still provide light. The streetlight will still provide light if it, it if, if it's only during like when it's a dark in its area. Right, when it's dark, exactly. So it'll only go on when it's dark, and it won't use any electricity at all in your prototype? Uh, no, we generate electricity on our own. So the street light, because of the wind or whatever elements it's exposed to, will actually produce more power than it needs to be a street light? Um, so we have sometimes have a max ca- uh, ca- capacity, but... If it's over, if it's over power, they will we will store the electricity that was there for emergencies when none of the powers are working. So we will store that inside the street lights. So if it's if like its wa- own battery, yes, for like the its next own time. battery. Yes. Got it. Now, have you considered? This is my, this is me, what I'm asking. So one of the things that we've learned on our show is that there's a movement called Lights Out Connecticut. Have you guys ever heard of that? Mm, no. No? Mr. G, have you heard of Lights Out Connecticut? Okay. So 
there was a movement towards having people, number one, understand that light pollution is responsible for killing a lot of our birds so that lights on at night, you know, you know that birds migrate, right? You know, they go from north to south and back and forth. Mm -hmm. And when they do, they typically fly at night. But when there's a lot of light pollution in the sky, they lose their way. So our street light is doesn't turn on automatically. We can we could do it manually if we want to. So we can turn off our street lights for the lights out movement. That's excellent to know. That's wonderful. And I was also thinking that one of the things that people are suggesting to help the birds, that's a great suggestion, Dorian. Another one is that the light could be motion sensitive. In other words, that it would go on as it needed to go on because it would sense that a car was coming that needed it. So, for example, we understand on highways they probably have to be on all the time. But there are a lot of other roads where at 2, 3, 4 in the morning they're on, but nobody is on the road. So we could create street lights that understood that 30 feet away someone was coming and gave that driver a little extra light and then went off. So we could... Um, that's what the street light could do. We could put it to different types of mode, like automatic, manually, motion censored. So our street lights mostly try to cause less damage. So we would make the motion centered with it with, with your idea, so people won't get hurt and they know where they're going at night. Exactly. Smart little inventor there, Mr. G. Yes, he is. I can see the wheels turning. The wheels are turning, right? The wheels are turning. Mr. G, let me turn to you for a little bit. By the way, Mr. G, you wanted to be known as Mr. G on the radio, correct? It's, it's Mr. Janderko, but all the kids call me Mr. G. They call you Mr. G, so we're cool with that. Um, uh, are his levels loud enough to hear him? Can you hear him? Okay, great. So, Mr. G, how long have you been teaching science? Uh, I've been teaching science for about six years. I've been teaching for a total of 23 Hold on. Say that again. I've been teaching for 23 years, but I've been teaching science only for six. Ah, okay. All right. And do you love teaching these sixth graders? I do. It's all I've ever taught is sixth grade. I taught social studies for a long time, but I switched over to science. Did you have to get any more education yourself to be able to teach science? Um, I'm lucky enough that um, my certification was okay, but I've had some great teammates in the back. Um, one of the teachers that's with us, Ms. Bronson, is uh, our STEAM coach at school. She's been a wonderful addition who's helped me a lot. That's amazing. So. And so tell me about a little bit about how this team got formed. Is it everyone in the class had to sign up for this, or this is elective? So this... Um, what happened uh, right before the pandemic, actually, this started, um, we had another competition for Samsung, um, and our students did very well. Uh- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, and then this year, I was invited back to participate again. And we kind of just threw it out to a group of students and said, if you're interested in this, let's come up with some ideas. And it was really led by student um, voice. They got to pick where they wanted to focus. Um, we, we steered them towards you know renewable energy and some of the stuff because we're, we are a STEM school. But they came up with the majority of the work and the ideas. And I've been working on prototypes for about six months now, uh, a little less than six months. Now, you say you've been working on it. How much of this is student created? I would uh, for the competition, the only part that um, I've had to do is do like the write up um, and send it in. But the work that they've done, the research they've done, the the planning, it's all them. It's just very much student driven with a little bit of us steering along the way. So Vidi Patel, where are you getting your know-how from? How are you able to apply your scientific knowledge to this project? Well, I had to like, so I researched about the like solar panels. So when we started this, Miss Brassman asked me to like help her research about like how we're gonna put our this into our models and stuff. So I researched stuff about like solar panels and like and the water runoffs, and I. And we found some ways to like put it on the street light and and stuff like that. And your research is that done online? Yes. So you're looking and you're reading and comprehending and then saying to your teacher, I think we could do it this way? Yes. And have you built a prototype? Uh, yeah. So they were different. So we split up this whole Samsung team into different like groups. And then we all created a different prototype and we voted on which one was the best one. Really? And uh, are you all happy with the one that is the best one? Yes. And does it um, tell me about the prototype? How tall is it? It's like just like about 12 inches tall. So it's a little thing. Yeah. And how do you, and, and so this little thing, how can you show from this little thing that it will really work? So on the, on the prototype, there was like, so we put in like, we put in the wind turbines like about like half, like towards half of the um, pull, right? And then it like, m- we can it can show that it move like it moves by itself kind of okay we're chatting with Vidi Patel and Dorian Gonzalez who are sixth grade students is it Ponus Ridge Steam Ponus Academy. Ridge Steam Academy yes is this an academy that uh, that children have to apply by lottery to get into? How do they go there? Um, so we are in Norwalk, we're a school choice district, so students from all over the district can choose to come to us. But for the ma- the majority of our students are just districted for that school. But there are there is oh, a, I see. there is a lottery. It's uh, the STEAM part is our theme. Um, so many of our schools have themes, but STEAM is our theme. Um, so there are some students within our building who are not in our home district who have chosen to come to. I bonus. see. 
Okay, but it isn't a traditional magnet Correct. school. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, uh, Dorian Gonzalez, where does your love of science come from? Um, it mostly came from a project when we made to vent something in Kendall, our old elementary school. Yeah. Is when we had to come up with our own idea and um, prove how it works. What did you? What was your idea? What did you prove? Um, I made a. Um, so first off, my first uh, science project, I made a, um, a pencil holder that can go onto anything. Cool. Um, Very but, practical for you. But huh? then when we like when we did more tech uh, uh, projects that involved um, technology, um, it kind of hooked me in. So. I wanted to learn like um, I mostly got into technology, so I'm like, hey, not let's just do let's do science. It's basically a part of technology. So, are um, your parents into science? Are they scientists? Uh, no, they're not. No, they must be very proud of you, <laughs> right? All the parents here must be very proud of all the kids. By the way, these two kids are only the ones that got behind the mic, but we have quite a few that have joined us in the studio today, and it seems like there are a lot of people that you know had their hands and brains in making this. Uh, Dorian, let me ask you this: Why do you think your project won among all the other entrants? What's better about um, it? Because of the creativity we used and. Uh, mostly on the research that we put into this project that took us a couple months, but we got through it. This is uh, for the first time in Ponus, in Ponus history, we were able to get to this stage. And so what happens next? So what happens next? So far we won $12,000. Is that right? Yes, we've won $12,000 for our school, yes. Holy Toledo. And, at, and because of this, after... Um, after we do this podcast, we are working on a video that shows the real prototype of... I can't wait to see it. ...of yep. our streetlight by Samsung. That's fantastic. I think it's it's such a brilliant thing to be taking your brains and working on a solution because streetlights, they just stand there. They infuriate me, actually. <laughs> They're one of the things that we don't notice anymore as part of our landscape, but they are ubiquitous, to use the big word. Do you know what ubiquitous means? No. Do you know what it means, me? No? It means they're everywhere. U-B-I-Q-I-Q-U-I-T-O-U-S, ubiquitous. It means they're everywhere. And they are. And you don't see them because they're everywhere, right? You just you just tend not to notice them. The eye goes right by them. But if your solutions could be implemented, and I know the mayor of Norwalk is listening right now, wouldn't that be wonderful if, if Norwalk was populated by a new streetlight that Norwalk kids invented? That's our goal. U- ultimately, once we're done with the prototype, we are going to try and arrange meeting with the city planner and Parks and Rec to try and set up um, if something like this could be created and used in some of our parks and stuff to like lower the usage. The idea really came about um, lessening the load on the electrical grid. Sure. You know, because everybody's moving to electric vehicles. But then you think about the positive things that it could do. If it could gather stormwater runoff Mm -hmm. in a positive way, if it could harness wind, if it could help the birds. All of them. That's really where they where they poured on their magic. Mr. G and Ms. Bronson, who's in the back, we just sprinkled a little bit, but they've poured on the research and done it's all the It's inspirational work. to see kids and where they can go, isn't it? I love it. It's what keeps me coming back it's teaching so every day. It's fantastic. Well, I'm very happy to meet you, and this will be a podcast that you'll be able to play for yourselves and your friends and your family. I want to thank you for taking your time and talents to trying to make the world a better place. We will be listening. We're going to be listening to you, kids. We're handing you a world that uh, 
We wish we weren't handing you that had so many problems, but we have faith in you. We have faith in you. So thank you for being helpful and trying um, to trying to clean up the world. About the lights out. Yes, um, tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking if we could make the lights like. Um, animal friendly because when they go there the electricity they won't feel anything it won't give them any electric shock it'll just be there uh, electric free and uh, won't like won't like bother the animals from migration because we could make it safe for them on their way for migrations so and you know what to that point dorian the birds are migrating because they're flying above and they're getting distracted by lights but opossums raccoons many of our creatures only move at night and they are impeded from their natural movements because we have lit up the night skies so it's about all animals so i really appreciate you thinking about this It really is. Once I've told you about light pollution, now you're going to recognize it and you're going to see where there are unnecessary lights in our area and you're going to be more sensitive to it. So as you continue to invent, I hope you'll be thinking about those creatures because they don't speak English. They can't come in the studio and speak. Imagine they could. Imagine. I will. (laughs) I will. Well, they're speaking through us, right? Yes. Right. Thank you so much for joining us today. What a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for having us. We'll be right back with more of the Lisa Wexler Show. Stay tuned. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 